0: Turnover was at about 160 grand when I first met you, and we're now at about 300. So excited for you! That's awesome. (laughs) Do you know what? I'm just so like blah. Because you're you're like
1: you're in. Oh, we're going to talk about that more. Right, I'm going to reference this conversation because you're so in the weeds, you can't recognize that you pretty much doubled your revenue. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman Podcast. I am super excited to have on this Unstoppable Woman Spotlight Session one of my clients, Moira Fuller. She comes from the UK and she has two amazing businesses. There are two channels of income in her world. One is Craftiosity which is a her own subscription box. She's giving me the thumbs up here because I struggle with saying this. This is my own personal challenge in life is pronunciation. And so I, I phonetically wrote it down for myself so that I could get it right for the podcast. Um, so yes, thumbs up on that. Um, that is her own subscription box um, of craft goods that she sends out to amazing people all over the The world, Moira, is that correct? Or just mainly the UK? Mainly the UK, some
0: international.
1: Okay, D- mainly the UK. And she also has a second channel in her business, which is Subscription Box Academy, where she takes people who are building a subscription model and helps them figure out how to do that more effectively and um, quicker and get to that cash flow in, in record time. And she takes her knowledge of like feet on the ground, like making it happen and helps people do that for themselves. So if you're in that world, reach out to her. She's amazing. And uh, we'll put her contact information in the show notes as well. So welcome to the the show, Moira. I'm super excited to have you here. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah. So the idea on you're welcome by the way. Um the idea on these spotlight sessions is to really help other women entrepreneurs understand what it's like what the journey is like to in your case double your income in a year, which is freaking phenomenal. So just pulling back the curtains here right before we hit record on this podcast uh, we were talking about, okay, what are the points? Like, do you need my numbers? And like, what do you, what do you want? And so she was pulling her numbers and we were just chit chatting before we, we went live and neither one of us really recognized what she had done already. And, and can I, can I share, can I like, yeah. look at your face? Cause we were like, we were so excited. Like last year, her, her financial year ends July, 2020. So her financial year ended July, end of July. And in 2020, she had made 150K in her financial year. Well, we just wrapped up July and she looked at her numbers and she's made 300K. So she has doubled her income, which is totally phenomenal. So pretty
0: exciting, eh? Yeah, it's great. And it's so interesting because we were talking about this as well. I definitely am the kind of person who is constantly looking to the next thing. So I'm constantly going, okay, what's the next goal? What's the next possibility? Where am I heading next? And it's so easy to not take the time to look at those numbers and go, oh, hey, look what you just did.
1: Yeah, it's a big deal. Not very many people double their income. In year over year. Like that is like that's extraordinary. That that is just totally extraordinary. And it's 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 good at every level. Like I work with women at all levels. So like when you go from 4K to 8K, that is amazing. Like that is that makes a huge difference in your lifestyle and how you feel, like what gets to happen, what kind of team you get to 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 engage, right? It it allows for so much. And yet it's an even bigger deal at those higher numbers because. Like that's not just an incremental four grand more a month. That's a significantly uh, higher amount per month. And and you freaking rocked it. I'm so I'm so excited for you. And I wish I had known previous to this podcast because I would have been like celebrating with you um every single day. And and to that point, and I, I just want to let you know that that Moira is part of our Spirit of Wealth program, and we have been iterating on our Um, process for really tracking our clients and so we are this is triggering a whole thought process on how we need to track not just because right now we're tracking like are you increasing your did your income go up this month right and that's a yes no that's a binary question but we're not actually asking by how much or what the what our starting point was and people have these phenomenal results and I need to get with the program and that's going on my list today to to execute on <laughs> so so thank you for that okay so back to the point of the 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 podcast which is like we want to highlight what the journey was like what you learned um what what how, like what are the nuggets for for our listenership in terms of what they can take and and really apply to their their own lives so if you could start off with when we first started working together, which was around August or September, somewhere in that range in 2020, um, where were you at? What, what was the woman and the business like at 150K? <laughs> uh,
0: really, really different to now. It's amazing how much has changed in less than a year. And, and not just the business, but life as well. So at that point in time, I was living in a two bed flat and um, had the subscription box business, and it was growing. And it was going quite quickly, but I didn't like, I love, I love the strategy. I love the direction. And I had at that stage already outsourced the designing of the craft kits to someone else. So for me, it was about running the business rather than the kind of day-to-day detail of being in the business that I enjoyed the most. But as we were scaling and as we were growing, I was having to be a lot more involved in the business in order to make things happen, I guess um and at the same time I'd started this other business coaching people on how to launch and grow a subscription box so I'd already taken my box to 150k kind of turnover that level um and I did it in a very lean way so I work with a virtual team I work with a fulfillment center so I have no stock at home uh and it's quite a different model from how a lot of people may think of a product business And plus it's recurring income, which is, you know, amazing for a recurring business model. As long as, again, you're doing something that delights your customers month after month. So there were all these moving parts and I was seriously looking at selling craftiosity. I had a buyer kind of lined up. We were going through due diligence, you know, creating literally about 60 different documents that they wanted to look through with their lawyer, their legal team um, in order to give me space and time to do. The coaching because I was really being called to move into that as the key thing and the key focus going forward. Um, so yeah, so when I first met you, we had a chat about that. We we're like, don't sell the business, <laughs> <laughs> it was so clear to me. I was like, no, 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 Moira, like, we just need
1: to figure out the operation side of things. Yeah, but please go on. Yeah,
0: well, I think actually, the very first conversation, I don't think you doubt, I can't remember if you directly told me, but your face or your expression directly told me what you thought of <laughs> selling the business. <laughs> Um, so yeah so and then the business kept growing and because it had that rapid growth this is um, for the craft subscription box because it had that rapid growth it just meant I could outsource much more quickly and then that gave me the breathing space I needed to enable me to spend more time on the coaching business Um, so that was huge and then and then we started like you you had your summit in November Um, I really took to heart the idea of who is the woman who And that really, that really changed my thinking on how I show up and what I did and how I saw myself and how I spent my time. Um, And everything started moving around that. So um, let's pause,
1: let's pause right there. So explaining what that means, who is the woman who, one of the things that I teach is who is the woman who has already achieved what your big vision is, your desire is, your big, scary Goal that you don't know that you can achieve that you really want. Who is that woman? Because you need to start being that woman now, not later. And because then all the ideas, all the opportunities, all the the actions that will come to you at that level of awareness, not the level of awareness that you you are now. So you have to put yourself in that place, and it's a really powerful exercise. Okay, so please continue.
0: Yeah, no. And and on that, actually, I had heard before this idea of who do you need to be, not what do you need to do? That, you know, if you're looking at your your growth and so on, and you're like, what do I need to do? It's like, no, who do you need to be? So I'd come across that concept before, but it never dropped in for me. With you, I understood, like, you gave me a way to actually understand what that meant. And that for me, it was very much incremental. It was just a continual pushing at that growth edge of, okay, and how does she show up now? And how does she show up now? Because when I'd heard it before, it sounded quite abstract, almost like, who do you need to be? And it's like, well, I have no clue because I'm not that person. And I don't know anybody else who's done exactly what I've done. So it, I learned through you how to actually make that happen. So thank you for that. You're so welcome. And
1: and what, what has been the direct respo- result of stepping into that woman? How, how do you connect the dots on that?
0: in what way
1: well like if you were starting or? to say you know I started to think at, from this level can you sometimes it's a little bit nuanced or or not specific but I bet there are some some specific things where you go I started to think of myself like this and then I started to do these things and it had this kind of result I think that's helpful for
0: people yeah okay uh, two come to mind one is Like I I liken it to looking out on the horizon, like looking literally where the horizon line would be. And that's where you currently are. That's where you currently think. That's where you currently see. And then something, now for me, like when you talk financials and you're like, what about this goal? And suddenly you're not looking at the horizon anymore. You're looking halfway up into space and you're thinking, okay, what do I need to do there? And then the problems that you have or the challenges that you're coming up with, you're just thinking problem solving in a completely different way from horizon thinking to let's go stratospheric with this, and what does that look like? Um, and the other big one for me, which was kind of funny because I did not expect when I joined your program that I'd be learning how to contour my makeup, which is not <laughs> something that completely bypassed me. But you did all this because I'm um, in the UK and I wasn't showing up live for your um, for our retreats. Uh, you shared with us some content on how to, you know, do a photo shoot and how to style yourself and how to do your makeup and so on. And it just got me started to think about, you know, my literally my Zoom background and how I looked on Zoom, which is kind of how I shot for anybody these days, because <laughs> we're, still, we're still in relative lockdown. So, um so yeah, so I went from like a white background with like I love IKEA, but with IKEA furniture to you know, I painted the walls, I got some nice furniture, I got a nice lamp, I learned how to do my makeup, I learned how to I learned a different way of dressing that felt really good to me rather than kind of had been my default for years prior. So it's little things like that, but that changes how you then show up in your business.
1: Absolutely. I am so glad you brought that up. So this is sort of um It seems tangential to business and yet has been so impactful for me in, in how I've grown my business and how I show up and who's attracted to me and who gets magnetized to me. And, and for the record, this is not about being perfect, perfect. And like, you know, like you have bad hair days still. I was just flexing with my hair. Okay. Like you you still are you you're a human being. But we do this thing at our in-person spirit of wealth retreats, which are these transformational photo shoots. And because of COVID and because we have international people, you know, we have people in Australia and New Zealand and the UK, and now we have people in Hungary and Germany and like Canada and all over the place. Right. Not everyone, especially during COVID is going to travel. So we were trying to figure out how to really have that experience for people. And we did, we did this whole thing, which was so much fun to do. And, you know, I was sitting there with my hair and makeup artist, who's like putting makeup on me in person and, and showing, showing people what she does and what you mm-hmm. can do. And makeup may not be your, your gig right? Was that you Moira? Makeup was not your gig?
0: I I tended to always have mascara on, but that was about it. You know, it was really, it was kind of like making a minimum effort to show people I'm trying, but that was kind of about it. I didn't take much joy in it. Yeah. Do you take joy in it now? I do. Yeah. It felt like something switched from it being something I did to meet the standards of other people to being something I was doing for myself.
1: Oh, I love that. So that's such a, that's a flip that switches, right? This is, it becomes, I don't have to prove myself to anyone. It's, I love this. This is how I want to be. This is the vision of who I want to be. And, and again, that may not be wearing makeup. Okay. It it just may not be for, for you, but there, there is something, you know, one of my other clients, Lauren Wheeler has a vision and and she, like, if I'm wearing cute little dresses that are sexy and like make me feel all, all Femi, she, her thing is like, I want to be wearing really nice jeans and a white linen shirt, right? That's like, that's her uniform. That's, that's what makes her feel amazing. So it's not a, it's not a one and she would never put on me. Like that's not her thing, but she chose what being the CEO of her company felt like in, and how she would radiate that way. So thank you for bringing that up. I think it's an important piece. And what else has changed? You, I think you started to uh, talk about your two bedroom flat and then I interrupted with some uh, concept that I wanted to to emphasize, but can you keep that, finish yeah, that thought? And, yeah,
0: and I'm not sure you know this story, but um, we obviously were talking a lot about law of attraction and you know bringing in the things that we want into our lives. And prior to the very first lockdown, we put a flat in the market and um, people, some people had to come to see it. Nothing had happened. Lockdown happened. We took it back off the market. And um, my husband was shielding. He's extremely vulnerable to the virus. So it really locked down our ability to do things. And we had a chat once, uh, kind of autumn, about the time soon after we were talking. And said let's put it back on the market the relative risk is people coming around to have a look is worth the possibility of us actually being able to move to a nicer home and then uh literally two days later we had not even gotten the market yet we had a knock on the door from someone who'd seen it pre-lockdown saying is your flat still on the market we'd like to buy it now please
1: that's so fantastic. So you took the idea, you said yes to it, but you had these concerns and the universe met you like in two fricking days. I freaking love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. We absolutely
0: awesome. did. And then we found this extraordinary house that far surpasses anything that we'd seen prior that we thought, you know, Oh, we'd love that house. Oh no, it's not happening. Oh, we'd love that house. No, it's not happening. So we got this amazing house um, there were a few wobbles to get there as there often are when it comes to being in a chain, but, uh, we moved in December. So we started this year in the new home, um, okay. which was phenomenal.
1: I love it. I love it. Congratulations. That's amazing. You. And your you. husband likes the new, like you're both happy there. It's, it's awesome. I,
0: yeah. We, we adore this house. Oh, for forever home.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So you brought up the law of attraction and you know, and I think my listeners know if they've been listening for any period of time to the podcast. If this is your first podcast, welcome to my world. Um, but that I teach from, you know, I do all the business strategy. We talk marketing, we talk scale, you know, we talk business, you know, channels, all of that sort of stuff. And I use the lens of universal law to take the confusion out of how to, to make decisions in this world and and to show up and go for it. So you mentioned the law of attraction are there other laws that you personally have have learned and and started to apply that have really made a difference for you
0: yeah definitely I think um if I just speak briefly to the laws though um I was aware of them but I think it's only been again through doing the work in spirit of wealth that I've really taken them in like I was aware of them in a kind of slightly dana scully way slightly like <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> i'd like to believe that this is possible um and, but i certainly believed it from the point of view of whatever my belief system is i will take nuanced super subtle actions in in the direction of that mm-hmm. and so therefore what i believe and what i'm calling in even if it's simply through my own my own ability is going to change depending on how i approach situations um and then things like the house have happened where there's like there's no way that i had an indirect influence on someone knocking on the door two days later that's something special that's happening there um, but the one that comes to mind is a law of polarity so that when things are challenging both both in terms of where you think something might go one direction and then it doesn't and it, it brings you up a little short or the kind of small things that might happen on a day that might that could niggle you is looking for the other side of the coin and looking for the gift in the situation. Um, And I use that all the time, all the time. Yeah. It refocuses
1: you. So you neutralize the negative influence or the negative experience. It's not that it's not there. Everything is here and it's here now, right? Everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. Okay. The, The ugly and the great, like we can make this life, this experience as good as we want or as bad as we don't want. Okay, and when you understand that 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 uh, opportunity, that p- golden nugget, that um, the universe is for me is here right now in this exact experience, and you actually look for it and find it and act on it, it changes everything. It just is amazing how it keeps your momentum going and and really allows you to to stay the course on
0: on the hard things in business, right? I, th- I think that's so true, especially in business because there isn't a roadmap. No one is saying to you, hey, here's how you do exactly this thing. And that that's part of the fun of being in business is that it's an adventure. You get to, you, you get to learn as you go and that's the fun of it. That's the joy of it. Um, but it also means there's times when it's frustrating or it doesn't go the way you want it or you kind of feel like you're pushing and it's not happening being able to reframe it as okay where's the gift in this it just keeps you on that positive mental space rather than letting you spiral down into the negative and that then pulls you completely off course for however long it takes you to get back on course again yeah so would you say
1: that you are are have you noticed or how would you describe your experience with getting back on course, because this is this is a way, like I, I talk about closing the gap on time on decisions, but it's closing the gap on time on everything, like how we move through the, the challenges that exist in business. So can you talk a little bit about where you were at with that and where you are now so that people understand concretely what that looks like?
0: Yeah, I think... Again, it's a little bit like looking retrospectively at how much turnover has grown in that it's only when I look back and go, oh, yeah, things are just happening and I'm not getting sucked into any drama as I maybe used to be but it quickly, that becomes your normal. So you kind of forget what it was like to be sucked into drama or to be pulled down. And I think just the speed of growth is the thing that actually is evidence is that that's happening, is that it's not one big thing. This this doubling turnover hasn't happened because of like one or two things. It's a lot of micro things that have happened to compound to that being the result of it. Yeah. And those micro things come down to the, how you are in the micro moments and how you how you handle things in those micro moments. Um, but as we've said before, it's not all poppy dogs and rainbows because, you know, um, recently we've been talking about this. I was going through, I've, I've restructured how my coaching business is going to be, the kind of business model of it. And I had quite a, what I think of as like a, a gnarly period. And I've had this before. I, did, I, I Again, when I pivoted from one business to the subscription box, where to me it's like tectonic plate shifting. Like I know the landscape is changing and I know that I will eventually get to a point where I understand what the new landscape will look like. Um, but in that movement, in that time in between, it's not much fun. Um, and again, I've just really appreciated having the container of this bit of wealth to to just remind me that I am in control, even if I'm not entirely clear on the path ahead. I'm, I'm entirely capable of whatever that path will be and it will work itself out. And sure enough, it has. I've now got a clear direction and we're, we're starting to get a bit traction again.
1: I love that. I love that. So I think that's such a great example of how one, it's not all like you said, it's not all like rainbows and unicorns and, you know, like happy, happy all the time. You, there are periods of time where it's challenging. And one of the things that I'd like to reflect back to you is that you really started to trust yourself right? The, the thing was like, there's, there was a should, and then there was like, this, this is my intuition. This is my divine download. This is what I know to be true. Can I make a decision in that path in, in that direction? And you did and everything, it's just like everything calmed down and, and fell into place. And that's an important piece of like stepping forward as an entrepreneur is learning how to trust yourself right? Yes. Guidance from mentors. Yes. Guidance from your mastermind. Yes. Looking to see what other people do. All of that is very important, but ultimately as an entrepreneur, you need to, to learn how to trust yourself and be resilient in the decisions that you make, right? Like that decision, not, it wasn't working for you and you had to be resilient around that and not make yourself wrong or bad or or guilt or shame, like that was a waste. It's like just here we go. You know, this is the the new direction. And that makes all the difference in the world, as is, you know, evident in your financial numbers, right? Which is I- incredible. There's something else I wanted to ask you about around the subscription box. Oh, what you mentioned being in the spirit of wealth and, you know, having that support, I think that's a big um I well, obviously it's my program so I think it's a big deal but from your perspective could you share what it's like to have that community because so many women in business are trying to do it you know that we, we grew up with this DIY do it alone we we're not going to be successful if we don't own all the hard ourselves and all of that and and here you are in this community of other entrepreneurs how would you describe what's happened for you and and that experience?
0: Um, it's, it's really interesting, actually, because um, instinctively, I'm not someone who shares in Facebook groups all the time. That's not my natural way of being. I kind of crack on with work and so on, and I'll occasionally comment, but or I'll occasionally post, but I'm not someone who's hugely active and chatty in Facebook groups. However, with the Spirit of Wealth there's a, there's a number of things that happen. There's the, the, the regular calls with you, there's a kind of group calls, there's the summit days and there's a group. So there's a kind of ongoing touch points with this community of women. And you, it's that thing where you attract, you, we're all attracted to you. That's why we've come in and we're working with you. And because of that, we're all doing very vastly different things. We all have vastly different life experience. But there's a similarity of attitude to the world um, across these amazing women. So it does feel like a sisterhood. It, it, you know, it's something that I remember the first time I heard. It was like, oh, because I'm an only child. So I was like, oh, sisters, this sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> and it does feel like that. But what's nice is again because it's a year-long program you don't feel like okay we've got to talk to each other because we're together for eight weeks and then we're off doing other things or it's a three months it's like we, we are building strong relationships with each other through the program um, and there's a number of people that I will chat with or will jump on a call or just pick up with or it's just simply giving encouragement and um, paying attention to what's going on with other people on an ongoing basis but it doesn't it doesn't have to be heavy touch. And that's quite important to me, you know, as much as I kind of feel sometimes like maybe I should be more active and be more present in things. Um, I don't, It's not necessary. There's already that relationship there with these other amazing women that you've drawn together.
1: Here's the thing. Everyone in the program is a busy entrepreneur, right? No one is like,
0: Hi, I'm sitting on the beach
1: drinking pina coladas, right, and staring at my belly button. You know, people go on vacation, people have time downtime and time off, but fundamentally, these are women who are growing their business. They want the connection, but it's not a. Um, it it is what it is, right? So we we absolutely respect that. We create the the container for it, and there's so many touch points. And I think the the calls and how we facilitate the conversation on the calls and and also the retreats right where we do the the deep work allow the the connection and the vulnerability and and what i've seen year over year is that you know people stay in the program year over year but also that the the these are friendships for a lifetime right they they don't you know they they go beyond like this is just the seed right this the, it goes beyond this this program so Awesome. Anything else you want to share about the journey that you have been on in the last year that you think is really poignant or important or you haven't touched on yet?
0: I think it's uh, part of it is also that it goes in waves. So there will be waves of growth and then there will be waves that feel a little bit quieter or a little bit more I guess nurturing is the word that's coming to mind and then there'll be another growth spurt again and then there's another wave Um, and one thing I forgot to mention about the group is that it's hugely inspiring to see what other people are doing and cheer on other people's successes because there's an element of well if they can do it and I know they're normal because I've spoken to them they're not you know they're another normal human being right. can do it. i can do it so or or you know some people will really go into depth and share actually what they're doing and it's like oh even though diff- completely different industries and businesses it's like oh that's interesting i could apply that like this to my business so i think i think for me it's been about having the container in which to continually come back to and that's something that even when i'm not active in the group or we don't have a call i'm using the creation playbook that i look at every morning as as a compass so it continually brings me back to where i want north to be and it's so easy to go for a wander away from north oh, if you're not paying attention to it
1: yeah it's amazing how easy right yeah. so amazing so i'm i'm happy to hear you're you're using that every morning i do too right it is my toolkit um and i walk that that talk and, You know, when you were talking, I it made me think about the business incubator that we've started and the tactics that we're doing in the Facebook group Mm -hmm. that are are uh, less on the laws and the mindset piece and more on the tactical business side of things. And of course, I've always brought that into the Q and A and 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 whatnot. But we've we've carved out separate space for that. Can you speak a little bit to how that has been instructive. If it has, you know, I'm, you know, I'm open to the fact that it might not be, but I, it, it's a new, new thing that we have very consciously created in the program that we've just ramped up in the last month, really. So. Um,
0: yeah. The, the incubator calls are amazing because um, and with those, it's basically spotlighting one business going through a particular challenge or so on. Um, but then we're all encouraged to take notes and get really clear on what are our actionable takeaways from the conversation again even though it could be a completely different industry and model and then we're all chatting in the zoom chat box about the things that we're picking up which again is compounding the transformation or the or the how something in one industry could be applied to different industries or to different business models or different stages of business you know some people are are turning over five grand a month for some people are turning over huge amounts of money right, I'm aspiring to right. so yeah so it's it's really interesting to see that and to have the space and time to think about it because again we're aware of what other people are doing but actually having carved out time to go through here's practical tactical things that you can do for your website, in your positioning, in the products or the services that you provide really helps you get clear on what you want to do next for yourself. And then obviously you kind of take those elements into your creation playbook and setting your 30, 60, 90 day goals. Yeah, I love
1: that. So that's great feedback for me. Thank you. I'm doing a little market research here on the podcast. Um, the the My vision of this and the reason I think it works so well is that the, the women in the program are self-starters. You know, these are not um, people who in general need a lot of hand holding. And you can, you can have a deep dive into someone's business and flush out a business plan, flush out a marketing plan, flesh out, you know, a packaging or uh, you know, a, a business, you know, uh, model, different new business model. And those listening can be taking notes and then they can apply it to their business. The business incubator is not about a formulaic you know do this then do this then do this then do this then do this because you know there are commonalities but you have a unique business and there's it requires that you're thinking at a higher level and able to m- translate and make that i mean we facilitate that and and help connect the dots but i think that's an important piece that this doesn't work if you just want you know the the simple checklist to do. Right. And most of the women who are at your stage of business, they're already, you know, you're already, you already own your business, right? You already are, 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 um, fully you're the CEO of your business already. And, and this is about like, just putting a little bit of fuel on it, right? Like just taking it to the next level. So awesome. it's, it's
0: easy to be, um, in the midst of your business, that that pulling up and stepping out and away from it to see a different way of looking at it. Um, as you say, just completely different for every single person, but that act of looking at it in a different way can be hugely helpful.
1: Yeah, I love that perspective. It's such a big thing, totally. Well, thank you so much, Moira. Anything that you want to share about your business before we do a wrap up where people can find you? Let's say they have a subscription box or they're interested in a subscription box or they're in the UK and they're a crafter and they want to like, Oh my God, she has a craft box. I want that. Where, where
0: do they find you? Um, so, uh, the subscription box is uh, Craftiosity, which is craft, iosit um, As I say, we don't currently ship to US and Canada, but we do ship to the UK and various other countries, so do um, check that out. And then with the subscription box, if you're looking to launch or you have launched and you're looking to grow your subscription box, I do various trainings and a mastermind program for that. Um, And that's just at my name. So it's www.moirafuller.co.uk.
1: Moira is spelled (laughs) M-O-I-R-A.
0: That's right. And then Fuller is um, F for Foxtrot, U-L-L-E-R.
1: Perfect. I love it. Well, thank you again. Super, super great insights. I appreciate it all. And I hope the listenership loves it and reaches out to you if they want your goodness in this world. Okay. Hey there. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed that episode. If you're ready to take it to the next level and want to make your income breakthrough, then I am personally inviting you to join us at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. It is happening November 5th, 6th, and 7th. And I would love to have you there, especially if you're someone who is high achiever, but hitting a block. I wanna show you how to master your marketing, master your mindset, and master scaling your business and growing it to the next level. This is a three-day immersive event. I will be the only one teaching you and you'll get me for three full days. This is the place that people make their breakthrough and I would hate for you to miss it and I would love for you to be there. So please check it out at joinamiralive.com and I'll see you there.